A late penalty proves lethal for the Arizona Coyotes, who drop to the New York Rangers. 3-2, the final score, the final goal, just late in the third period. We're going to talk about that game as well as other things that happened in this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Robin Leonio, Carl Pavlik, right beside me on this post-game live show. We are live on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Facebook. Uh, so, uh, hello to everyone tuning in to this episode. We are talking Arizona Coyotes versus New York Rangers. The team takes a uh, quite a loss, Carl. 3-2 uh, the final score. The final score I ended up predicting, um, it just... It's just painful for the way it ending this way because, God damn it, I told him not to take as many penalties. Yep, yeah. This was a very painful uh, game to watch because the Coyotes were doing pretty well the entire game. Uh, like, even the second period collapse, which we've come to expect from the Coyotes, it wasn't too bad. They only gave up one goal in the second period. They were pushing really hard, um, but... Yeah, you you can't give up so many chances to a team with a top ten power play. I, you just can't. I just looked at the stats. Not only this, because like yes, of course, we were talking about a team with the power play, uh, with a top ten power play. But I uh, wrote down a stat here. I'm trying to see if I could find it. That I listened. That I that I heard from Valley Sports Arizona right before uh, going to set up for this post game show. The Coyotes are 0-17-2 in games in which they allow a power play goal. That just tells you, Carl, remember, we talked about this earlier in the week, about grading and power and, and special teams. We gave this Coyotes team an F on special teams for a reason. And, yep. there's a, and that stat right there is exactly what I'm talking about. Absolutely. And... Um, let's, let's go the other route too, because we were talking about giving up a late power play goal. The Coyotes had two power play chances of their own. They didn't get anything going. They had their own, like they started the third period with the man advantage and sure. Clayton Keller had a few good looks, but they couldn't finish it off. Um, and it killed them. Uh, although I do, we do need to point out they did have a shorthanded goal. So that was nice. Uh, it was good to see that. Uh, kind of makes it a mixed bag when it comes to the penalty kill, getting their first shorthanded goal, yeah, and That's also a... giving up two. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it, having a shorthanded goal is nice, just because nowadays those are rare. I mean, we talked about this only earlier this week. I think it was even in just the previous episode that you know we're not too far removed from the time in which. The Coyotes were one of the best penalty killing teams in terms of, or most exciting penalty killing teams at the t- at the time, when uh, they'd get shorthanded goals all the time. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it's interesting because um, that shorthanded goal came from a uh, just a beautiful Clayton Keller pass to uh, to Louis Erickson streaking in, um, and 
Yeah, this is the first year we have Clayton Keller penalty killer. Um, I think he's done pretty well at it. Uh, yes. I think it's it's not a great penalty kill, but you know, putting him in there is making some interesting things happen. Yeah, I mean, again, um, we're talking about a team that's still trying to find their identity. Uh, Andre Thorny is uh, moving a lot of things around, and like maybe he's figured that he's like, oh. I think I think Keller on the kill does work in some ways. Obviously, there are some ways it doesn't, but a lot of ways it does. So, like, you know, again, and that's the point of this team, right? For them to learn a lot about what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, if you're not going to win games, I mean, try new things. Kind of see what, what works, what doesn't. Get that room to experiment. Exactly. Um, it. You know, another thing, though, that really annoys me from, from this game, too, though, it's just that the Coyotes had the lead to start the game, right? They had because that shorthanded goal that you mentioned that was, you know, the first goal, um, and they, you know, they held on to a one zero uh, lead through the majority of the game. Uh, I think what was it late in the second period? It was uh, midway through the second period. Midway through the second period. Yeah. They got tied up. Um, Coyotes scored, um, you know, in you know midway through the third period, and then we just keep going back and forth. You know, it's like a, you know, just you know, a little ping pong here. Um, and for them to end that way on the power play goal with just a couple minutes left. Yeah, and uh, this is something we kind of briefly discussed um, before we started recording. Um, it, it did look like the referees had put the whistles away, uh, as people like to say. Um, sure, uh, the uh, the final power play was uh, kind of late in there, but still, um, the uh, like there have been like two pretty blatant like misses where you're just like, oh, that should have been a penalty. But at least like they're evening up for both sides. But you can't take it too many men on the ice. There are just some, there are some minors that they're just going to be like, no, that's too blatant, even for quote unquote whistles put away time. That's the that's 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 another another thing. The fact that that penalty was too many men on the ice, and like you said, you just don't take that freaking penalty. Like yeah. there are penalties you can take, like that are you know simple, like a cross checking penalty. Okay. That's a pretty yeah. simple penalty. Um, that maybe you can pro- maybe you can kind of just like nudge it along, and be like, okay, I'll let him, you know, I'll let him play. Same thing with a little bit of interference. Same thing um, with maybe a little bit of holding. Obviously, that's still a little bit, you know, there. But too many men on the ice. Like, yeah, I I don't know that this team just has a like it's a discipline problem. I don't know how else to explain it. Um, and it's kind of like one of the areas of concern I have for, for Turnier because it's still really early in his, his time, but this team takes way too many penalties and they're not all like, I, I got outplayed. So I need to take a, a hooking call to prevent a goal. It's, it's stuff like the too many men on the ice. And you're just like, what are you doing? Why stop it? Exactly. It, it just, it's, it's those things that make this game more, even more frustrating than I anticipated. Like I knew yeah. this was going to be like, and I, and again, um, for those who want to listen to the pregame show, see what my prediction was. I said three, two Rangers. 
um my my my, my thought process was it was going to be um like 3-1 late in the second period early in the third period Kyrie's got one back and just unable to put it away um i didn't think he was going to go down this route yeah no i i didn't either it it, it definitely this was not the game that i thought it was going to be uh and I kind of want to talk about that because this is very different than the game I expected it to be. Yeah, and and, and let's briefly mention that before we go, like you know, um, before we go to our first break. Um, what what which what was the expectation for you? Like what? Oh well, I was gonna go a little bit more in depth uh, after the break, but yeah. Uh, so I expected this to be a situation where the Rangers underplayed. And the Coyotes just kind of squeaked out a win, uh, I think is how I phrased it. The, the Rangers were going right. to lose this one. But no, I thought the Coyotes looked really good. Uh, they had a few like interesting strategies. Uh, they were really employing stretch passes to kind of like thin out the Rangers. And it seemed to be working pretty well. Like I thought this was a Coyotes team playing up um, versus the Rangers playing down. Exactly, exactly. But... Let's let, let's keep going on this on this post game show. We still got more to get to on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. This post game live show as we break down the Arizona Coyotes three two loss to the New York Rangers. Before we get to any more though, I'll let you guys know. But today's episode brought to you by Stat Hero. No one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better. But traditional fantasy sports are a long term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. That here is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup, winner take all. Here's the crazy part. Stat Hero shows you their lineups before you play, and you handpick the team that you want to face one-on-one. This never-before-seen innovation of fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid, Stat Hero players are clocking four times better odds. So why, um, well, well, why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of other experts or unknowns. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate. With Stat Hero, you are in control of the stakes. You decide how much you're going to play for. And Stat Hero has no choice but to take it because they are daring you to beat them. Stat Hero is head-to-head is what fantasy should be. One-on-one. I want you guys to check it out yourself. You can sign up for free right now at stathealcom slash hockey and using the promo code hockey for 100% deposit match. Once again, stathealcom slash hockey. Use the promo code hockey for 100% match. stathealcom slash hockey. Promo code hockey. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, so let's continue here on Locked On Coyotes. Um, we talked about the kind of games that the, um, that we expected and everything like that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think for both, yeah, like you said, for both of us, this was different. You know, we both thought this was going to go in completely different ways. Um, and and again, it is it is frustrating because the Coyotes, you know, that again, that first, you know, that first half of the game, they looked pretty good. Yep, they definitely look good. Um... They almost like had uh, an earlier lead than they got. Um, did you get a chance to see the the Erickson almost goal? Where I did it, not get a chance to see. I I um 
I was trying to pay attention as much as I could. I had just, I was just finishing wrapping up my own shift at work. Um, I was helping out um, a uh, fundraiser for my event, uh, for, for an event that I'm helping out with. So it's, yeah. I can only pay attention so much, I, you know, but it, know it was tough. About. Yeah, it was tough to, to spot because they didn't replay it um, right away. Um, so the first chance I got, to really see it was like after the intermission, but the Coyotes had had chances. They they were doing good to crash in that. They were getting the pucks like on a young goaltender who doesn't have a lot of NHL experience, especially this season. They were playing the right way, but uh, the penalties it was it was an issue from start to finish. Uh, their first power play ended prematurely midway through on a call. Like you you just can't do that. You, yeah, you you just can't do stuff like that, and and again, that just just kind of tells you like just what this Coyotes team has been doing all season long, right? They've been doing the same, like the same stuff. Yeah, it's just, this is what we're used to seeing, and it's sad that I say that we're used to seeing that. Yeah, it, it's basically I, the team is definitely playing better now than they did to start the season. They're more cohesive, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. but. But the same mistakes that they were making then, they're making now, and it's they're just it's frustrating. Le- they're just making less of those mistakes, but they're still and making the mistakes. Yeah, and they're better able to recover from them as well. Yes, that too. Um, let's talk about a couple other things that were um, you know, part of this game. Um, first and foremost, let's talk about that that finish right afterwards. Um, I mean, there was I mean just a little bit we can mention about it because it was just there. Yeah. Um, Obviously, you can see the frustration was there, and you know there was, uh, you know, for example, um, Phil Kessel went and you know dropped the gloves and wanted to get involved in the fight. Yeah. Um, a few other players, I think, did too. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's rough. You could tell frustration was really starting to build, and I mean, I think especially just I, I was surprised there wasn't more physical play during the game. Let me just say that. Yeah, and let's put it this way: I, I think what is it now? Um, they have won now one, two, like, so like, and here's another reason for, reason for the frustration. They've only won one of their last like nine games, right? What it is like, I believe so. Yeah. That's, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. That's not good. That's not good at all. Um, last 10, they are two, eight and O. Oh, so two, eight and O. Oh. Yeah. That's, that's brutal it is uh and especially like when it seemed like this one was like in hand uh like definitely seemed like we said it the coyotes could have won this one um if they didn't take a stupid stupid penalty um i I, to kind of change things up a little bit i thought keller had a pretty good game had a goal and assist i think it's uh his fifth multi-point game of the season. So I think he, I, I'm interested to see how much like he and Gus despair make up of this Coyotes offense. Cause I feel like it's most of it. It's probably, it's gotta be like the, the absolute majority of the, um, of the Coyotes offense. And, um, two people can't make a team. No, they, no. And, and hockey of all teams, like uh, of all sports, of all the four major sports, hockey is the most. It takes all twenty skaters 
Yeah. It, it takes everybody, and the Coyotes just, they're not getting it. Uh, they have, like, almost no secondary scoring. I, I am kind of starting to wonder, like, should the team consider maybe putting Hayton back in Tucson to see if he can get like his offense going? Cause he's been pretty quiet there. Like he's been playing good. Like, I don't want to say he's been playing like poorly, just he can't get any offense going. Um, yeah, uh, that's a good question. Um, that's something that that'll probably, that'll, that'll definitely, um, be a discussion with him, Torne and Armstrong to kind of say, you know, what best is what, what, what's, best for his skill set um and um it'll be it's hard to tell at this point because he's been i mean yeah he's been quiet but he's also proved himself to be a valuable asset for the coyotes Um, he's playing second line center so and like defensively pretty go okay at the role yeah and i think and i in the i can make the counter argument too when i said he's a pretty good asset for the coyotes that Keep some of the good assets in Tucson. Don't, you know, don't show your hand. Yeah. Right? Although, uh, speaking of Tucson, uh, Mosier's first game. Mosier's first game. Um, I didn't get a chance to pay attention much to him because I was focused I was uh, focused on this. If whether or not the Kyrie's could actually pull off winning this game. Um, How do you think he played? I thought he played okay. Uh, I was looking at stats. He was a minus one for what that's worth. Had one shot on goal. Uh, the Coyotes defensemen seemed pretty active uh, tonight. I thought they did like a lot of good to to keep the play going. Uh, and I thought he was he was a good part of that. Didn't really stand out kind of negatively, which is what I you know was expecting for him in his first game. It's good for me that he didn't have like a standout moment because normally that standout moment is bad. Absolutely. So it's um, th- th- those are just some of the things that we want to mention. Uh, another thing too, um, the Arizona Coyotes uh, have lost. We don't have any further confirmation, but Christian Fisher to injury. Um, he was uh, put out with an injury, um, you know, early on in the game. Upper body, upper body injury, um, and then uh, I think at the intermission is when they're like, "Yeah, he's not coming back for the game." Yeah, I think it was during the the first period. I didn't see like what happened with that. Uh, looks like he only recorded three twenty one. So, so pretty early in the game. Uh, let's hope he's okay because he's just coming back from. Being injured uh, pretty long-term, and I thought that this had been one of his best seasons in Arizona. Yeah, he's um, – I mean, we've been ta- we, we talked about Fisher in the, in the, in the, uh, in, in the preseason. We talked about how much of a um, you know, um, disappointment he's been in some cases. Like he, has, he was, hasn't been um, you know, living up to uh, our expectations of him. Um, what hasn't been playing incredibly well in the penalty kill because that's where he, <laughs> I mean, that's where we saw him the most. Yeah. Um, and you know, there were a lot of things that we were just like, ah, man, like he needs to do this, he needs to do this. But, um, yeah, this has been his best year so far. Yeah. He's definitely, uh, he, he had a really high rookie year and he never really lived up to that hype. 
that was just a crazy year for the Coyotes. But it seemed like he was finally in a – he found his niche. Uh, and then, like, just this year, it's been, like, injury after injury kind of hampering anything he can get going. Yeah. And, I mean, that's the story of the Coyotes. Let's be real. Yeah. Honestly, it is this year. Just uh, bad luck and bad everything. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we still got more to get to in this episode of Locked On Coyotes. We're going to um, try to move forward um, and take a quick look ahead. What's coming up for the Arizona Coyotes and what can they do to get back on the right track? All that will coming up in just a moment. But first, a quick word from Carl. Got beard? Get primal. You heard me right. Got beard? Get primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy who's never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and have a low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel uh, in beard products available. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the United States. The combo kits make a great holiday gift if you're shopping for yourself you'll be glad you did. Personally, I don't have a beard. I like to keep things pretty clean shaven, but I have friends with beards and always kind of talking to them about products and Primal is one of those things that comes up. And now we know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and their beard feel with other products you've used. We promise you'll see and feel the difference. Remember the code locked on to get 20% off your or your order at primaloriginoils.com. That's promo code locked on at checkout for 20% off. Back here on Locked On Coyotes, Robin Leonio and Carl Pavlik, as we discuss the, um, or as we, you know, we're on the post game show. We, in the previous couple segments, we discussed um, what went wrong with the news and the Coyotes, um, what they lost. Um, all stuff like that in this uh, 3-2 loss at the New York Rangers. But now it's hard to just try to take a look ahead, Carl. Um, they have another game this week, which will go into a full preview on um, the, the next episode of this show. But they got the Anaheim Ducks on Friday, which the first time they played each other, it wasn't. It did not go well. No. Um, I mean, they're going to be on the road, so... Maybe they were able to kind of simplify their game. Uh, I thought the this Coyotes home stand has, you know, had some bright spots, some stuff that they can string together, build off of. Um, it, it's kind of back to where we were before, though, where this team needs to be close to perfect in order to win games. Yeah, um, I, I I'm, I'm totally with you on that. I'm trying. I'm just looking at this. I'm not just looking at that game. I'm thinking to myself. Oh man, last thing we want is for the Coyotes to play. You know, have those tough games against the Ducks again because, like, for some reason, the Ducks have all, not even just this, like this from the first game this year, but just in general, this team just against the like this team against the Ducks in the last few years, they're just a stingy yeah. team. Yeah, it, it, I I don't particularly like the Coyotes' chances heading into. Uh, the Ducks game, um, but I didn't like their chances going into tonight's game, and I thought they overperformed. So 
there's always something about this team where I'm like, I don't want to count them out because I feel like they can turn things around. They can put it all together. Um, not consistently, of course, but they, they have the pieces in order to make something somewhat interesting happen. Um, and I also like, I think the team has been a lot better with Schmaltz um, on the ice. He definitely adds an offensive flair that they didn't have for a very long time while he was gone. Uh, and I think we're just starting to get that. He had uh, an assist on the the Keller goal. So kind of shows their chemistry. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like you said, like what you said, don't like the changes. But I will say this on my side, on my perspective, that, um, you know, this could be an opportunity, somewhat of an opportunity for the Coyotes to get some kind of feeling to bounce back. Um, you know, just doing what they can, as you'd mentioned, you know, some players off injury. We don't know what, what the status of other players are. So, like, you know, they're just kind of get a feel back because obviously you saw at the end of this Rangers game they were frustrated. So they're going to put that they're going to they're going to put that emotion into into a former division rival, yeah. um, which they've hated for a long time. Um, if not, then then maybe on Sunday when they go to Vancouver and we see Connor Garland and Oliver Ekman Larson. I mean, talk about wanting to put your best foot forward, like. Um... If you are any of the players that Vancouver sent over, so Erickson, uh, Roussel, Beagle, you you want to have a strong game. If you are like Clayton Keller or Nick Schmaltz, you want to have a good game against like a guy like Garland and a guy like Oliver Ekman Larson because, I mean, you know those players. You spent time with them. Like, there's a rivalry there. You don't want to be like, hey, yeah, we suck now that you're gone. You want to be like, no, you're gone, and we're moving on. Um, you want to have that kind of big thing. Yeah, um, definitely. And I think that's one of the things that we'll definitely be pay attention to in that game. Um, I think especially an opportunity for that because the um, – one, the, you know, those three, those three that the Coyotes got from Vancouver were essentially scraps, right? Like, yeah. they they were just like, oh, we'll send you this because we want to get rid of cap so we can take these players, these these uh, these star players, um, in a way, especially mainly Garland being the star player. Um, yeah. And just, and of course, the former captain, who, who's, who's still proven to show worth. Um, and have them say, hey, you know, you thought I was worth nothing. Here's what I'm actually worth, and, and put and put their best game forward on that. Um, not to, and makes it makes things easy, make things easier. The Canucks on a good team. So, well, uh, I I do kind of want to say this. Uh, Roussel, I thought had a pretty good game. Like he came in close on that almost Erickson goal. Um, he had another good look. I think he's been pretty okay for the last couple games. So yeah, I think there's definitely like. Those players, they're definitely overpaid. Uh, it's definitely kind of oh, was no a cap dump. Yeah. But they they still have hockey left to play. Um, this is a, a three-game road trip where I think the Coyotes can maybe get some good things going. Let me go back to what I said um, before um, in the pregame show and what I said in the preseason talking about players having something to prove in that yep. in that weekend 
will be that opportunity with the Canucks game, uh, with the Ducks game too, because obviously the way the Ducks, you know, former division rivals with the Canucks game, with the uh, the three players, and then you got the Kraken who, you know, are also a basement team. Yeah, and it would be nice if the Coyotes are just like the team that constantly like beats the Kraken. Like that's a good way to to start that uh, that expansion team's uh, life. Just constantly get beat up by the by the league worst Coyotes. I swear, if we beat the Kraken on, I got to bring up Eric Erica Lindsay Ayala on our show and just be like, so how does it feel to be winless against the Arizona Coyotes? How would it? Because I, I think that would be the first team to lose twice to the Coyotes this season, and potentially only. Like, it wouldn't surprise me. Oh man, what an experience that might be, right? What yeah. an experience it could be. Oh man, the thoughts, the thoughts. <laughs> Anyways, though, we are just about out of time on this. Post-game show, Arizona Coyotes once again fall to the New York Rangers 3-2, to two, the final um, score. Uh, to those betting people, if you took any, if you took my advice, um, congratulations, you won. Um, but, I mean, if you, I mean, if you took some of Carl's advice, um, yeah. not all of it, t- some of it, you would have won <laughs> some money. Yeah, if you had, uh, yeah, I, was, I, was, I was close. I, I described the scenario, close no cigar. Well, actually, let's put it this way. Yeah, let, let, let's put it this way. If there was that prop bet on that scenario, there would have been pretty, you know, a pretty good level of money odds to to take that. And like, if you, if you had bet on that, Carl, you'd be rich. I, I do think there. When is the game winning goal scored? Would be an interesting prop bet. Bet online if you're listening to us. <laughs> Suggestions. You know where we are. You know where we yeah. are. Give us a call. Um, anyways, we are just out of time for this episode of Locked On Case. Hope you guys like what you heard. If you did, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you are yet to already. We are available everywhere you get your podcast, including on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We are on Facebook, facebook.com slash Locked On Coyotes. On Twitter, at LO underscore Coyotes. I am at Robin underscore Leonio. Carl Pavlik is at Carl Pavlik FFH. Ask us a question you might have. Interact with us. We can interact with you right back or answer those questions right back or even on a future episode of the Lockdown Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.